0: Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Meredith Explains It All. Today I wanted to talk about uh, something that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to and that they've discussed amongst their friends, family members, whatever, but that topic is my top five favorite Netflix shows and I'm going to be talking specifically about Netflix originals, not just anything that you could find on Netflix. Um, So the reason that I wanted to talk about this is just because, like I said, I mean, everyone loves Netflix. Um, And recently, I've noticed that they've been coming out with a ton of original content, whether it be shows or movies or documentaries or whatever. And I just love watching them. I find them so interesting. I don't love all of them, um, but that's why I want to talk about my top five. So, um, originals are really great because you never know what you're gonna get, um, and you also just, it's amazing that you can binge an entire season of a show as soon as it's released. That is probably my favorite part. You know, if you're watching something on TV, you have to wait week to week for a new episode, and sometimes there are mid-season breaks, and... I don't know, it's just, in this age of Netflix, i found that it's so frustrating to watch shows on TV, live, I honestly don't do it anymore. Even if a show airs on TV, I wait for the whole season to be put on Netflix, or just until it's available online or something, that way I can watch it straight through. So Netflix has spoiled me in this way. But it's great because their original content is just released all at once, so you can just spend a weekend watching it, you can start on Friday, and then by Sunday, you've watched the whole season, which I love. And then I also love Netflix originals because, because they're not a network television, there's Um, there's so much that they can show and there isn't a lot of censorship with the things that they say and do. So sometimes the content can be really, um, out there and sometimes whether it be scary or crude or whatever, um, some people might not like that, but I like it because it just makes the shows seem more authentic and real. And um, there are also many different genres. They're not just putting out all murder mysteries, all comedies, all documentaries. They really have something for everyone, in my opinion. So without further ado, let me get into my top five Netflix original shows slash series. All right. The first Netflix original show that I want to talk about is Mindhunter. This was released in 2017, and I'm going to read the description from the Netflix site. It says, In 1977, frustrated FBI hostage negotiator Holden Ford finds an unlikely ally in veteran agent Bill Tench and begins studying a new class of murderer. So, I absolutely loved this. It was, I believe, uh, 10 episodes, um, as most Netflix series are. Usually there's 10 episodes in one season, but... Um, usually about um, an hour or so, but they're not always the same, and that's another difference between Netflix shows and network shows. Network shows are usually the same amount of time because they have to allot the same amount of time for commercials and advertisements, but I think um, with this show, I would say that most were about an hour, but I remember that the finale was a lot longer, which was great because I like a longer finale. It, um, you, know, you need more time to tie everything together. So this show, as I mentioned, was great. I think that if you like um, murder mysteries, serial killers, cults, any of that type of stuff, um, then you're really going to like this. I liked how it was set in the 70s and that it actually looked at um, different notorious serial killers at the time. Um, which now we have a lot more information about them and they are, they've are they gone down in history. But being that this was set in the 70s, it was... Um, We didn't know as much about them, um, and it was just a really, really interesting way to look at it and see how this investigation into serial killers as a whole came about. So it definitely was um, interesting in the fact that I liked the topics that they were talking about, but you also were able to really... um, fall in love with the characters and get really invested, and I thought the acting was incredible. Um, I don't want to give anything away, but there was one character who portrayed a serial killer, and you actually enjoyed his character. Like, the acting was so well done that you could kind of um, like the character even though you knew that he was a serial killer, and I don't know. There was just so many great aspects of this show, so... If you're someone who's into this type of show, this type of content, then I think Mindhunter will be a great show for you to watch. So that is my first recommendation. All right, the next Netflix original series that I'm going to talk about is A Series of Unfortunate Events. Now, I'm pretty biased with this, I'm not going to lie, because I grew up reading The Lemony Snicket. Um, a series of unfortunate events, books. There were 13 of them, and there was a movie made when I was younger. And it was good, but it only covered the first three books. So, and I, even back then, and ever since I saw the movie, I had said, I just feel like this series will be so much better in show form because there's 13 books, each book you could do so much with. And then Netflix came through and answered my prayers, and they created a series for the show. So there's one season out right now. The second season is actually coming out at the end of this month on March 30th and there are eight episodes in the first season and it covers the first four books. So each book has two episodes devoted to it and each episode is about 45 minutes to an hour. So it's great because Netflix is really able to dive into the fine details of the books and make it longer than it was in the movie the movie was about 90 minutes uh, maybe maybe 100 minutes or so and it covered the first three books whereas the show has eight episodes so let's say about eight hours and that only covers the first four so it's really great in that aspect if you're someone who really wants their movies or shows to match the book that they've read then Netflix is doing a pretty good job in my opinion of doing that And then all in all, just I love it because it's just nostalgic for me. I think the acting is great. The characters, I mean, the actors that they got to portray the characters are really, really similar looking to what you see in the books and actually to what the actors were in the movie. They look really, really similar to those actors that were that played them back in the movie in 2004 or so. So I thought that was impressive, and I think Neil Patrick Harris does a great job as Count Olaf. Um, not to get too specific if you don't know what I'm talking about if you've never watched the series or read the books but if you're someone who grew up with the books or you're just looking for a series that you can get into um, that you can really enjoy the characters um, and just want a little bit of funny but also a tinge of mystery then I think that this is the series for you. All right, the third series I'm going to talk about is Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. I believe that's the exact name. I wasn't sure if it was The Adventures of, but I'm on the Netflix site right now, and I just confirmed it's just Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. So I love this show, and I'm happy to tell you guys that it has more than one season. They are currently working on season four right now, but there are three seasons up on Netflix, at the moment. So you have plenty of content to watch if you want to start watching it soon. Um, And by the time you finish, maybe season four will be up. I know that I think it's supposed to be coming at some point this spring. So that's really exciting. Um, I don't want to get too into the details because it's just a show that you need to watch to fully enjoy. But all in all, I think this show is so funny, and I think no matter what type of humor you enjoy, there's going to be something for you in this show. Um, it's not just, oh, you only like dry humor, then you'll watch this. Oh, you only like uh, really out there, really loud, obnoxious humor, this is for you. Um, it's It has a little bit of everything, so I think that it's able to appeal to a wide array of audiences in that way. And I know I keep saying that the characters are great in all these shows, but this, it's another, it's another show where you'll love the characters. Um, my favorite is Titus Andromedon. I mean, you can tell by that name that it's, that's a character that is really, really a character. Um, and I find him so funny and, um. He just keeps you wanting to come back and watch each episode, as do many of the characters on this show. Um, It's set in New York. There's a lot of familiar faces, a lot of actors that have been on other popular comedies like The Office and 30 Rock. Um, Tina Fey writes and directs and I believe produces it it as well and also makes some guest appearances. So you have that to look forward to if you're a fan of her. And yeah, this is just a really great show. So funny. Definitely a feel-good show, nothing that you have to be 100% paying attention to. Um, it's not like a Game of Thrones in that aspect where you have to actually be thinking. It's just put it on while you're doing something or put it on just to give it your full undivided attention and you're going to enjoy it either way. Okay, the fourth series I want to talk about that I really enjoyed was 13 Reasons Why. Now, this was a bit of a controversial series. I'm going to give a brief background and then get into my thoughts. So, 13 Reasons Why um, covers the, the main character. Her name is Hannah Baker. And we know in the beginning of the series that she's committed suicide. And what she did was she recorded tapes for the different people in her school and in her life, um, kind of explaining to them what they did wrong to her, and I'm probably not explaining this in the best way, but basically it follows along these tapes for these different people in her life that she was once friends with, or in a relationship with, or had some sort of connection with, and something went wrong within that relationship, um, and all in all, she in the end committed suicide and um it just kind of is a prequel in that way we get a lot of flashbacks we see a lot of different people the progression of them what happened within their relationship how did they move on from it blah 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 so hannah baker is the main character but the other main character is clay he is the one who receives the box of these tapes and he listens to them gives them to the different people and basically tries to figure out um what went wrong because to a lot of people her suicide was very very shocking so yeah I hope that was a good explanation I don't really know if it was but it's it's a show that you have to watch to fully understand for sure but I do like the way that it was set up in that way um, each episode was devoted to a particular tape a particular side of that tape so in that way you really got to know the characters because. Each episode was kind of devoted to a character if the character was on that particular side of whichever tape. So um, you really get to know people in that way and it just kind of makes the show very intimate. Um, So, this show was controversial because a lot of people felt that it glorified um, or glamorized suicide. Um, I really don't think that it did, personally. I can definitely understand where people are coming from with that accusation, but I think, all in all, it does send a good message. Um, If you watch the whole thing through, you get a good idea of what this girl was going through, uh, maybe her reasoning for committing suicide whether you agree with it or not I mean you should it's such a controversial and taboo topic and I don't want to speak to it too much but I think that it's an enjoyable show because it's just well done there's a lot of content to break down and um if you're just a fan of like teen shows and the characters and the plot lines within those shows, then you're going to enjoy this. But I also enjoyed how it spoke to a serious topic that is so prevalent in American society today. And I think it did it in a good way. Again, you're never going to please everyone. There was a lot of controversy. Um, Netflix did definitely, definitely did take advantage of their ability to show things um, because later on. And again, I'm not spoiling anything by telling you that Hannah committed suicide. This is, this is, this has been revealed, um, very first episode, you know this, you more so follow along and want to realize why. Um, but it does show her committing suicide in the end, which a lot of people really, really didn't like. They thought it was too graphic. But in a lot of ways, I think that that's a good thing because seeing it makes it a lot more real um and it just kind of hits you hard in that way there was it was very very emotional at times and shows rarely evoke actual emotion in me i'll laugh i'll be kind of upset i'll be surprised i'll be shocked i'll be scared but never to the point where it actually brings out a physical ramification in me but this show definitely did so i think in that way i have to applaud netflix and the actors and everyone who went into making the show for making it something that really hit home for me and um just to close this off it's definitely a controversial show but I think that everyone should at least check it out and you'll know within the first episode or two if you're gonna like it so I think that it's worth giving it's worth you know giving it a shot but all in all I highly recommend it I think you're going to learn a lesson from it but also just enjoy it as a show Alright, now rounding out my top five Netflix series is Stranger Things. I have to say, of my five, this is probably my favorite one. So far, my series have been in no particular order, but this one, I'm going to say, is my number one, and then all the rest are second to it, but on a level playing field. Um, This show was just so great. It has two seasons. The first one was released in summer of 2016, and the second was released this past October, right before Halloween. So there are currently two seasons on Netflix for you to enjoy. A third one is definitely coming. I believe that they've actually been signed on for... A total of five seasons now, and that's pretty crazy. I don't know if that's 100% true, but they are definitely getting a third season, so you have that to look forward to. I'm going to read a brief description from the internet about this show to sum it up. This thrilling Netflix original drama stars Golden Globe-winning actress Winona Ryder as Joyce Byers, who lives in a small Indiana town in 1983, inspired by a time when tales of science fiction captivated audiences. When Joyce's 12-year-old son, Will, goes missing, she launches a terrifying investigation into his disappearance with local authorities. As they search for answers, they unravel a series of extraordinary mysteries involving secret government experiments, unnerving supernatural forces and a very unusual little girl. So, I just have so much to say about this series. I mean, another show where the acting and the characters are incredible. What I think is extra special about this is that the main characters are kids. So, that's just always so impressive to me. I mean, these kids at the time when I was first filmed were like 9, 10, and 11. And they just portrayed these characters that were going through these crazy things so well. Um, And just, I've really come to love them as actors and their characters and I look forward to seeing them kind of grow up on screen in that way. But there are also familiar faces like Winona Ryder, who many people said had a comeback in this series. Like, as I mentioned in the description, she won a Golden Globe for her her performance. I think that she just did a really great job. And then just the show itself, I mean, it's set in the 80s. So many people say that it did a great job of capturing the 80s through the wardrobe and um, just... The way that it was depicted and the things that they were doing, like playing Dungeons and Dragons, and the things that they talked about, and the music. The music was a huge, huge selling point for a lot of people, and so, so many uh, people who grew up in the 80s felt like they were just brought back to their childhood. And then there was just so much mystery to it, and I honestly didn't know if I would like this show because I'm not super into supernatural things. But I think that whether you're into it or not, you're gonna love this because they just depict it so well and it just is so interesting and keeps you coming back every single episode. Thank goodness this is something that you could binge because I don't know if I could wait week to week for a new episode of this show i mean they the way that they set it up they set it up is just you need to just click next every time an episode ends. um The main thing for me is that they um investigate and kind of go into in this show, uh, government experiments. So they kind of play off of, um, and I believe that this show might've even been inspired by MKUltra, which was when the government was taking people and doing experiments on their minds and whatnot. So that was pretty crazy. So I think that no matter what you're into, if you're super into that, then this show is going to be a hit for you. But even if you're not, I just think that it's so well done that even skeptics will become believers. Um, I'm really, really excited for season three. I was super happy to know and that um, the season two didn't let me down. Sometimes you get nervous when the show has a really, really strong season one that they're not going to do as well in the second season but I think they might have done even a little bit better in season two so I hope that that trend continues with season three just all in all I could talk about this show forever but it is for sure my favorite Netflix original series of all time and I highly recommend it to anyone who has not yet watched it. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Meredith Explains it All. I hope you enjoyed it. I really liked talking about my favorite Netflix original shows i 'm um, just really passionate about these things that I get into, and like I said, these were my top five. so let me know what you think and. Give me suggestions of other Netflix originals that you like because I'm always looking for new ones. I feel like every single time I go on Netflix, there's like five more shows or documentaries or movies that they put out and it's hard to keep up. And I want to watch all of them, but um, I mean, I guess it's a good problem to have. There's a lot of shows that I can watch in my free time. But let me know what yours are and let me know what you think about mine. Um, I'm looking forward to doing another episode like this. I think I'm going to talk about just um, maybe my top five bingeable shows, but let me know what you guys think and feel free to give me any suggestions of things that you'd like me to talk about. All right. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.